Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! You all set there? Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, you know, things got changed in our studio because we had other people right. on last night. Oh, now I'm hearing weird stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll get through it. They're Are you on. hearing weird stuff? Yeah, I hear like, uh, it sounds like my voice is cutting in and out and there's a lot of oh, feedback. Oh, that's me turn you up and down. No, I, was it? Is that yeah. what you were doing just now? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So I was just right. messing with you. Oh, good. So he has a stuff if you can't see it. So you can see it on Twitch. Yeah, uh, we'd love for you to join us. There. Right, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo. You can hear the engineers in the back. But now he has his stuff plugged in where I'm sitting, so I can mess with what he hears or not. Yeah. So now he doesn't even know. Like, can you actually hear it or can you not? Right, and you're doing this. I hope. Yeah, yeah. and it's not, it doesn't just sound like volume changing when you're doing it. That thing's messed up, so it's fuzzy and right. loud and. Uh, yeah. Are you still doing it? <laughs> Stop doing it. Jesus. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. Uh, did you watch, uh, what's that thing that's going on? In the Kansas draft. City? The NFL draft. The NFL draft. Kansas City yeah. looked good on TV. And man. it did. When they showed those it camera did. shots, yeah, the drone shots, nice. I was like, that looked really, really looks good. Cool. Yeah. And the crowd looked good, I thought. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about college football. So, surprise, surprise. So, I, I, you know, I don't know anything until basically the draft is coming up, and then there's like right. one or two or three names maybe that I hear enough times that I remember them, and you go, oh, okay, so who's going to get – Did you have to, you like, know. buy tickets for the draft? Or I think they were free. General public, you could just show up? I think you maybe had to ask for them, Sign I think. Okay. Yeah, I think you – but okay. they were free for sure. Well, how many people uh, – I guess we won't – They were hoping for 300000 I think. How many of those people Damn. were the- – Really? Most of those coming from other cities, right? Well, no, most of them coming from here, but a okay. lot coming from other cities. 300,000? Yeah. That would be a lot. I'm curious That's how many people lot. travel for it. I was having that discussion with a friend last night. Like, do people travel? Yeah, I know for journal- sure. journalists absolutely do, sports yeah. uh, journalists yeah. do, but I didn't know uh, how many fans a lot. buy a ticket and say, let's go to the draft. Yeah. It looks like on TV, like when you're seeing the crowd up close, all those you know different uniforms, it looks like there's a lot of people there. 
you know, yeah, from all over the country. Sure. A so, lot of red. Was anything surprising? I mean, I, I feel like the the first pick was his name, Bryce. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah. yeah everyone knew Everybody that was going to happen, right? happen. I think yeah. people were kind of surprised. Well, I mean, there was talk that C.J. Stroud wouldn't go second. What position is the, the first guy? What's he playing? Bryce, he's quarterback. quarterback. He's the five foot nine guy we were talking about. Oh, well, who we took him? Uh, uh, Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So he's the guy. Remember, we were talking oh, about the height. And like, guy. yeah, he's okay. yeah. sort of. Says he's five nine or five cool. ten, but might be five nine. Whatever. Yeah, he went first. Nice. Yeah. And then and then CJ Stroud. I did see the Chiefs. I think it was Beach talking about. You know. Yeah. Um. It's difficult to make trades, and the no one in the AFC wants to trade with us, basically. No, so that's probably and true. I was like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Like, no, not a big surprise, but I'm sure they pick up the phone and like, no, I'm not helping you in yeah. any way, shape, or form. We need you to go away for a while. Right. It's great. I mean, it feels good to have that team. Well, they did good anyway. I mean, they got the. Yes. They got a kid from Lee Summit. Seemed like people were excited about it. And he then said that he would. Guy. I read an interview with him. Uh, I mean, I was aware of him. I, I, at this point, you get every what position, defensive end. Okay, you get every a hole in the world. It's like I watched every game of his. You know, like you're not you're not yeah. Brett Beach. If you were, you would be. Mm-hmm. But if you were, you would be. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you it's were, you would be. Like office. they find you. <laughs> you know, yeah. they find you. That's yeah. smart. They find you. That yeah. you know. Yeah. Watch Moneyball. That kid was yeah. in a cubicle, and Billy Bean was like, "Yo, I think I you're you. smart. Yeah. Like, come over here. Yeah. Like, if you're that good at anything, they'll find you." Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was exciting. I've, I've watched the guy because I watched some K State football, and you know, I, I thought I'd watch an interview with him. He was saying that he grew up here, went to Chiefs games. Him and his buddies would drive out to St. Joe to watch the pre, you know, training preseason camp. training camps, wow. and so, you know. Uh, you're always excited to. You're like, man, that's cool. You, you know what? Because I always, heard, I was talking to somebody else today, and they said it more succinctly than I did, but it's true. I came home last night from my oldest uh, baseball game, and my youngest was he, he. He loves football and baseball, but loves football, and he's laying on the couch watching the draft. And I was talking to another buddy of mine. I'm like, man, he's in the sixth grade, just sitting at home watching the draft. And while I was at the game. He was texting me people's names like wow. this person went first, this person went second. Wow. You know, I think this is a reach. I don't know if they should. You know, that's so, a sports fan, right? So you know, he's texting me that stuff, and he said, "I want to make sure I get it right." He said, "The NFL draft where dreams begin and dreams come true," and you're like, and I thought, man, you know, you're right. Like, there's little kids everywhere who want to be called in the NFL draft, right? And that's where their dream began, is watching that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, only a handful of people's dreams come true, right? But you're watching them come true, and then you think about a kid from Lee Summit well, right. who's been a Chiefs fan his entire life, that's driving awesome. over to watch, you know, preseason workouts and yeah. stuff, right? And, like, you know, driving to St. Joe to watch OTAs and then get drafted in the first round by the Chiefs. Like, well, and however many that's pretty ago crazy. And last year it happened, you know, with the Lions and Aiden Hutchinson. Right, you know, right. like I lived, like I just got to go to work. It's right here. It's always it's, cool. Right. It's, it's always boys. cool when you hear that. It's not an, you know, hometown boy done good. Yeah, right. But but you always you, like to hear that. You know, course. especially not only hometown boy done good, but then hometown boy done good and gets to do it at home. Yeah. That's that's the thing. The thing. Yeah. That's because, the right. I mean. It, Obviously, in an ideal, in a perfect world, sports would be played by people from that area because you'd have enough sure. good people, right? I mean, just like how countries compete in the Olympics. But you said something months ago about Felix the, uh, playing for K-State. I didn't really know much about him. I'd heard that there was someone from Lee Summit that was good, uh, right. and then you brought him up. And I don't know if it was you or someone else, but but somebody had said, like, you know, there's a, there's a chance he could 
He could yeah. play for the Chiefs, you know. But I did. I just thought like, well, okay, sure, there's that's a chance, awesome. but that's not going to happen. So for that to happen, I was like, dude, and and for Lee Summit, I don't know how, how many. At least I grew up in Lee Summit. Yeah, Drew Locke. How yeah. many years ago yeah. was that? Right, right? Yeah. that wasn't that long ago. He's still playing. And yeah. now you got yeah, he's in Seattle or whatever. Right, now yeah. you got Felix. Uh, it's like, what's going on there? Because right. I remember when I, I was... have a good football program. Yeah, I don't know much about, you know. It's my the, oldest doesn't play high school football. I th- and, you know, I, so you kind of learn more about local teams if your kid plays it. Yeah, you know? of course. And then, you know, when my youngest isn't old enough to play it yet, so I'm sure I'll learn more later, but... Yeah. Well, they must have some... That coach, whoever's out yeah. there, or, you know, there's several different coaches. I don't know if they played on the same... Yeah. You tell me there's a lease summit north, south, whatever. I guess it's, it's like Shawnee Mission, yes, same yeah. thing. So I don't know if those guys went to the same school or they didn't, but there's some good football going on out there. I, the you get a couple good. guys uh, drafted in the first round from your high school. People start to look more. That's good mm-hmm. for everybody who goes to school there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You know, if you're a good football player, but you're playing in some team where no one's ever, you know, I think like Shawnee Mission was like, Rodney Pete was the last guy, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. they're not looking so much, you yeah. know, but if you start getting, uh, hey, look at that, they got Drew mm-hmm. Locke, they got this other, what's some, the hell they got in the water there in Lee Summit, they play real football in Missouri, right, yeah, I mean, right. that's what, mm-hmm. those, if, starting if you're Brett Beach, you be him, yeah. I guarantee you Brett Beach is like, play good football in Lee Summit. And it did not used to be that right, way. Yeah. Uh, Let me, what, what are the, who are these kids? So they built the third school, like, right as I was graduating, that's where Hartzell went. Mm-hmm. And whoever that coach is, I know him. Um, and if it's who I'm thinking, I think at one point he was like a PE coach. But uh, the coach of that team was apparently amazing. The new school did amazing. They would win, you know, state championships all the time or whatever. So it's like, oh, this new school mm-hmm. is amazing at football. And I felt bad for the two other schools, you know, one of which I went to. But Felix went to the original, the oldest school. Okay. And so that's kind of cool for them because you know that's, right. that's where my brother went and okay. where my brother graduated and. Uh, so now it's like you've got, you know, it looks like multiple schools with these big players coming out of them. So I guess we just need my, my school, yeah. at least some at North, to find someone. But they will. The know. Lions were – oh, I think the Raiders, I think most people thought they had the worst draft. And then the Lions had the one where people were like, you know, you guys reached. You tried too hard. What they do? They got the running back from Alabama with the 12th pick. And people – they traded a lot. And then a, a lot of people were like, you, you could have got him much later. He wasn't mm. going to go that early. And then uh, their second pick I really like is a linebacker from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, strong, not as fast as everybody else. Right? You know, white guy who overworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm like, that guy bites kneecaps. Like, you could tell. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's you, you know, him. Dan Campbell's like, yeah. I want that guy. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and I think he feels that same way about the running back. But then you're just scared, like, yeah. But, but do you really know what you're doing? <laughs> like, yeah. I know he had it, like, we almost made the playoffs right. last year. That's not enough for me to be like, why is everybody else in the NFL say those were dumb picks? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, maybe, you know. Like, I really want to believe in you. I right. get it. Mm-hmm. And I know. If they're saying about Veach. You know, you know the like, GM came from L.A. and they've done good. And so I, as a Lions fan, I'm just like, all right, man, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust hope you. This works. But I hope we're not in another you know what I mean? Yeah. Ten years setback. Cause you, you said the Raiders something. did bad? Yeah, I think uh, they got like a defensive end from Texas Tech. but And people were saying he was good. I, You know, like, again, if you're Brett Veach, you'd be Brett Veach. I don't know anything about a defensive end from Texas Tech. How do I know? I know. They're important positions, I, but right. it's not exciting. But, but I heard he was hurt. Right. And yeah. he had, like, some sort of ankle or foot problem. And so people were like, you know, I don't know if that, that guy can play. Uh. 
God, so, you know, that's kind of, right. Man, that would suck. Someone pointed out Drew Locke went to Lee Summit as well, so they both went to the old school, which is... So crazy. whoever that coach is, good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, you know. I, I need an and that's also how, I don't know if you take it that seriously, you know, some high school coaches are just yeah. high school coaches, but if you're pumping guys into the NFL... Yeah. You know, there's the University of Missouri looking at you. Families are moving. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. The Church of Laszlo. Hey, Gray Drake, how are you? Doing good. Kind of a quiet week for movies this week, comparatively. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, when it used to always be, what's the big movie coming out to theaters this week? And look in the newspaper, you know, when I was a kid, where's the movie playing? And now it's kind of like two things, because it's what's coming out in the movie theaters, and then what's suddenly streaming? You know, because they, they stream so many big movies now, sometimes immediately, right. but other times just quickly from theaters. You're like, oh, look what came out. I saw Scream is on Paramount now. I saw that. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of those. Did you watch the new one? Already? I haven't watched it yet. No, I'll, I'll probably watch it this weekend. I made a mistake. I, you know, I don't follow those as much as you do. And um, I was like, oh, the other night I was home and uh, we had talked about scary movies with you, Gray. And I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't watched these screams. So I was like, oh, I'll watch the new scream. Mm-hmm. I watched the one from the last time. Yeah, yeah. And then I was done. I said, you might want to watch this next. I'm like, there's another one? Okay, so yeah. you but you watched- Something about a ghost train or yeah. something? You I'm watched, like, Jesus Christ. You watched the reboot, which is good okay. to watch, I think, probably before you watch okay. the new one. But did you like it? It's pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I like those movies, yeah, for I th- sure. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so, Gray, I don't know. You tell us. What else should we be watching? Uh, let's see. This week for boxing fans, you have got yeah, George. The George. Yeah, the George Foreman story. Yes. What? There's a George Foreman movie? Yes. I didn't know this. Big like, George Foreman. And it's like a really long title about like being the most amazing heavyweight champion of the world. Is mm-hmm. it a biopic or a documentary or what? It is a biopic. Oh, my God. I did not know yeah. this. I'm excited and, about this. Yeah, I actually am. I was woefully underinformed about George Foreman and his career because, you know, gets into boxing in the 60s, mm-hmm. gets out of boxing in the 70s, is called to be a minister and gets ordained, and then decides he needs to come back to boxing to become the heavyweight champion of the world, mm-hmm. which is all sports fans know is unheard of yeah. right. uh, from athletes that have been out of the game for about 10 years. And by God, he does it. Yep. Yeah. I was and he's, kid. you know, he's at that time, I don't know, you just watch it so your stats are good to me, but I mean, he's like, you know, into his mid 40s. Yeah. And also providing us with an absolutely irreplaceable kitchen accessory yeah. in the yeah. George Foreman grill, like which also st- has a mention in the movie. It's, hey, a, it's as necessary go- as a coffee maker. Everyone has one. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Do they go into. Uh, because me and my, uh, we, I was at the movies uh, over the weekend with the boys, and uh, the George Foreman preview was there. And do they go into how he has like ten kids, and like seven of them are named some sort of derivative of George? So there's like five Georges and a Georgette, yeah, yeah. a Georgina. Uh, it's are all Georges. Way more heavily focused on like earlier okay. George Foreman. Yeah, um, but that is also like a kind of a mind blowing thing where it's like, yeah. oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess when you 
guess when a human being is like that amazing an athlete, yeah. they can kind of do whatever they want as right. far as make more of you. Goes. Yeah, <laughs> right. I remember as a kid gathering around the TV. We went to a friend's house because they had uh, money, and they bought the pay per view, and it was George Foreman and, and Tommy Morrison. And, I mean, it was pretty late at night. At least as a kid, it, I felt like it was late. I should have been in bed. And we went over to this house, and you know, the dad paid like whatever it is, the fifty bucks or ninety bucks. It was, it was a lot of money. And the next thing he knows, he's got all these kids that are like sort of friends with his kid. You know, he probably right. thought he was going to watch this fight alone in peace, and he, but he let all of us kids gather around to yeah. watch that fight, and I could not believe my eyes because I kind of liked boxing as a kid, and then just thinking about it, he seemed so old to me. Right. And I was kind of rooting for Tommy Morrison because he was from Kansas City. And, uh, yeah, that's like a big memory in my, you know, thinking of boxing when I was a kid and watching well, you boxing. you know, then when he fought Ali, Ali, and they probably got into that a lot, you know, a couple times, but, yeah. uh, you know... Uh, because Ali was so popular and Ali was so good on the mic, you know, they made George Foreman to look like a bad guy, but he was never a mean, bad person. Yeah, no way. I mean, and also, side note, the Rumble in the Jungle documentary is amazing. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, yes, yes. That, that, what was that on? Uh, that is good, though. It's yeah, streaming it's somewhere. So this movie is called Big George Foreman? Is that what it's called? Yes. Big George Foreman, colon, and then a very long series of words that's about how he's a badass. Uh, the miraculous the story of the once and future heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, you you know, last week I gave you a little personal antidote on Evil Dead. I've got one for George Foreman, too, if okay. you have a second. Yes, please. Uh, Certainly do. My uh, uncle was at the movie theater in Houston, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a wallet on the ground. And he picked it up, opened it up. George Foreman. Oh, man. He had George Foreman's wallet, the, his the, entire wallet. Was this the cop, Uncle? Yeah. Oh, so he gave it back to him? Well, he said he went in a theater, and he was like, he wasn't hard to find. You're like, yeah. well, there's George Foreman, right? <laughs> right, like, right? He's like, hey, George, you dropped your wallet. And he was like, oh, thanks. For, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I might use that as an opportunity. But I did think like, it was oh, funny. Like, you know, he's like, yeah. well, he wasn't hard to find. He was getting right. popcorn. Like, right. that's a giant human being over there. Right. That, this is his wallet. Yeah, the picture could have been cut out of the ID, and he's like, I know who this and is. And I said to him, I said, did you think about keeping it? Like, you had George Foreman's stuff. And he's like, are you insane? Like, really? He thought, like, have you ever seen the man? Like, right. no, I'm not keeping his stuff. Right. And he's a cop. Right. <laughs> I would have probably kept it, I think, but it's also an opportunity well, he was to like, talk to one George. Person, there's like seven people in the world who really don't want to get yeah. overly pissed at you. George Foreman's probably one of them. Yeah. Well, yet another example of how George Foreman truly has an angel sitting on his shoulder. Right. Because, yep. I mean, 98% of the people in the world would have picked up that wallet and kept it forever. Although, here's what I would do. I would like to think that I would have the presence of mind to pick up the wallet figure out whose wallet it was, and then quickly go in the bathroom to go through the whole thing. Right. Not because yeah. I want to take anything. I just want to know of what's course. in it. Like, I, I want to know agree. how much right. cash. Yep. Like, I'm with you 100%. What kind of cards are we talking about? Does he have diners? Right. Pictures, like, pictures of all of his kids? Are. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I There's a bunch something. of different Georges in there. Yep. You got to yeah. take a look at it. I think they could make a movie just about... How the hell he teamed up with some company to make the George Foreman grill, oh, yeah. and it ends up becoming this household staple that they've been selling for thirty years now. I mean, wh- yeah. how often does that happen? Like never. Right. It's pretty much the ideal circumstance for a celebrity endorsement. They all put their names on stuff they don't use, yeah. and most of them fade into obscurity. But that was such a perfect time because we hadn't reached a point in sa- in marketing saturation where so many people had stuff. It was, you know, it was yeah. still like things. We just didn't have as many things. Sure. We, we weren't collecting as much junk, many... buying as much air stuff. Air fryers. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so it was, oh, God, uh, you know, what a moneymaker for him. And, you know, he's definitely put those blessings to good use for sure. Right. Um, there is another movie in theaters, a an adaptation of a very popular and controversial book from the 1970s, which is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Oh, really? Judy Bloom, huh? I didn't know that. Why is that controversial? Uh, because she talked about her period and, you know, I think masturbation yeah. and stuff like that. And, and you I, know, it's like, eh, I, I think in the 70s. It's weird to say this, Gray, but uh, because when I look back on it, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? In the 70s, they were, you know, they were worried about it. Not like today, and I'm like, where they would actually just take them out of the library and burn them, right? right? Exactly. Like, I mean, the progress has gone backwards on that, oddly enough. Right? Yeah, it's weird. That's what's shocking, is that this book is about 50 years old, and it's still controversial, and people still don't want children to get their hands on it, which is wild, um, because it is just a story about Margaret, who is a preteen. She has had to move away from her home in Manhattan to go to New Jersey, uh, a tragedy for anyone who knows the area. <laughs> <laughs> and she's left her grandmother behind. She's in a new school, meeting new friends, likes boys, has a big questions about her body and religion. And Judy Bloom is one of those authors that fully address the concerns of kids that no one else was really writing books for. Right. And certainly not with those topics in them. And so my experience when I found like an old battered cop, you know, copy of this paperback was like, oh my God, I've never read a fictional book that like was so informative and it made me feel so understood. Yeah. And so what I, the, the one thing that I want to say though, I like if I'm on my soapbox for a second, Sure. The movie is fantastic. It's so sweet. It's so nostalgic. It's just as educational and relatable as the book was. But here's what I'll say. The, we all know this is a book for girls, in air mm -hmm. quotes. Mm -hmm. It's really time that we start to try to do away with ideas like that, because I got news for all of the non-girls listening out there that are that that age, you should read this book to educate yourself about what other people are going exactly. through. Exactly. Because you're going to be such a baller if you know all that stuff. And you're going to find it relatable regardless. Like, th these are universal themes. Like, just because you don't get a period doesn't mean that the book isn't helpful. Right. right. Uh, you yeah. know, she did one for boys, too. Right. Exactly. I think uh, I read it. My sister read all the Judy Bloom books. When I was a kid, she gave me the one. I think it was called like, "Are you there, Satan?" I have a no. I was like, uh, <laughs> I have to look it up. And uh, uh, then again, maybe I won't. Okay, and wow. it's just like uh, a Judy Bloom book that is for guys. I swear we like, read yeah, it. It's like a you know a wet dream at night. It's uh, it's the same thing. We know? we yeah. read the we read the, the the Are You There God as a class. Like, I remember we all had a That's copy awesome. of it, and we read it as a class. I didn't know that it was controversial because I was in, like, fifth grade. Yeah, I know that they, uh, it, you know, you had the option. Okay. So I remember every girl in my class read that book. There's, like, three books you could pick from, mm -hmm. and that was one of them. And every, you, you know, you just I just remember girls walking around with a trapper keeper in that book. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah. I, I, 
just looking at articles, I mean, the people are these critics are talking about this like it's a perfect movie, basically. I mean, these these reviews that I'm I'm looking at the Star Tribune now, but just everyone I've clicked on, they love the movie. They think it's great. It's it's pretty fantastic, and I think that part of that is because of the nostalgia. Uh, they they do it so well. They do such great service to the book that a lot of us who are remembering the book just got transported right back to that time. It's a deeply sweet movie. It really made me miss my mom. Like it, it was just, just a really like, I'm happy that there are kids in the world that have a movie like this. Like someday it's going to be playing on TV or someday they're going to start it on streaming and they're just going to feel like a little bit better about their place in the world. And I wish that there had been more stuff like that for me and my friends when we were growing up. I think, I think it's really cool, and it's a good movie. So I think everyone should take a chance on it. Uh, it's, I was she made a few impressed. of those books, right? I mean, I, I mean the one for yeah. boys, but then there was other ones after that. You Did you think, like, uh, they'll make more like movies from these other books? She is, as I understand it, she's very protective of all of these, which is why there haven't been a lot of adaptations. But I suspect that this is going to kind of open the door uh, as well. Also, because she's quite old now. And I wouldn't be surprised if like her estate eventually would 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 do stuff like this, because it is only going to make the world better, especially in a time like you mentioned. It seems like things are rolled backwards, right? which is crazy to think about. I know it's so scary and it's insane. And the only way that we're going to combat that is through education, because no matter what side of the fence you land on, you just need to be informed about everything. Yes, and learn so, empathy, you know, along yeah, the way, exactly. hopefully. And really, it's, it's I, I can't wait to actually see it again, which is not something I say often okay. about films. It is uh, fam- oddly interesting, I guess, when I look back on now that you brought it up. I mean, being a boy in that same time period, I know every girl read that book. I know my older sister read that book again. I saw girls walking through, you know, middle school and high school with that book constantly. That and the giver. Uh, And it's it's so interesting that they hadn't made this into a movie. You would have thought, I guess looking back at it now in my head, like this movie's probably coming out three weeks after The Outsiders. Right. Right? I mean, they did that. Every S.C. Hinton movie got a book, got a movie. It's odd that they hadn't made this, but you said that it's because she didn't want to. I mean, who knows? The, the long and twisting path that this probably right. has taken over the years. Uh, my and, and I think it all probably starts with her. She probably locked down the rights to it. And so she had a say. And if it got made, and uh, I mean, theoretically, apparently up until now, she thought everything sucked because you know she's been approached for sure. Of course. And yeah, yeah so it, it, it is impressive. And you've got like Rachel McAdams. Okay. You know, from Mean Girls, most notably, but she's everywhere, and she plays like Margaret's mom. She's good. Like, oh, she's so good. She's she's a really good actress. I'm looking at it now. It says uh, Kathy Bates is in it. I like Kathy yeah, she Bates. Plays Mar- she plays Margaret's grandmother and totally steals the show. She is it, so good. You know, just like top to bottom, this movie is so sweet. I I really was. I, it was just it's heartwarming, and like I said, I. I love thinking about kids being able to watch this movie. All right, well, I'm going to tell my boys that we're going to see John Wick 4 again. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll go, and they'll be like, what? I like it. I like it. They'll learn something. Gray Drake. Oh. Well, you know what's great, though, by the way, though? When, once you tell them that, just be like, don't worry. There's a scene on a stairway that's every bit as intense as John Wick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll let them know. I promise. Okay. Gray Drake, we love you. Follow Gray Drake on uh, Twitter. And I don't know. what You're on all right, where are right? Where are you, Gray? Where can we find you? Everywhere on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, and it's all under my name spelled G R A E Drake. You're the Thanks. best. Thank you, Gray. We appreciate you. Back at you guys. All right. Bye. Have a good weekend. See ya. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. All right. All right. All right. Already. What's in the news? He says, uh, King Charles, he still hasn't done his coronation or whatever, but I okay. guess they're getting, they're getting close now. And what people on TV seem real excited that he issued the new, uh, standards and colors. Dude, I don't know anything about sure. the Royal family or what's going on there. Standards you're, the, and colors. you're the British guy here. Yeah. So I don't know if you paid closer attention. A I new don't. monarch, a different flag. Charles III presented the King's colors to his troops Thursday in the gardens of Buckingham Palace. Charles and Queen Consort Camilla honoring the troops, while behind the scenes, crews are carefully stitching together uniforms for the big day with the King's new insignia. In the skies, a practice session for what will be Britain's biggest military ceremonial operation in 70 years. 60 planes, 6,000 troops. With one week to go to the coronation, preparations are underway and excitement is growing. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Excitement is growing. You know, when she, when the queen died, the, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting is they started talking about countries that have her face on their currency, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, an Australian guy who worked for the... Um, what do they call the money people? It's like the the, the minting department or whatever okay. that's called. And he was on TV explaining, oh, so here's what we have to do. And we're going to take the queen and we'll, we'll put the king on here. And we have these designers. It was like a big thing. And it was on the news uh, here. So I saw him talking about it. And then, I don't know, a month or two later, they're like, never mind. We're done with putting royalty on our money. We've decided we're not going to do that. Hmm. We're gonna, I think they're going to – I think at least one of the bills they said will have uh, an aborigine on it or something. I don't remember. But they that's basically cool. said, we're done with uh, the monarchy. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What about Canada? So then Canada, I kept checking to see, are they going to put King Charles on their money? Also, I I don't really understand why they still have monarchs on their money yeah. anyway, but whatever. So, so uh, they, they were saying, like, in September, like, yeah, you know, Canada will change their money over. And now they're saying, like, you know, it, it could still happen, but it's been taking so long that some people are thinking maybe they're not going to do it. I don't know. Okay. But, I mean, I think people just, they love Diana so much. And so there's that, there's that thing with Charles that, that he divorced her? Yeah, that they just won't forgive him for. And so right. they don't love him. And they loved the queen. You know, it seemed like they loved her. So I don't know. I've been watching. Yeah, you don't even really, you know, I mean, you don't even get really. Like I was telling you earlier, I watched that Liam Gallagher thing. And he was talking about, in the, he was talking about the queen. He's like, you know, I'm not a loyalist. Yeah. I'm not anti-queen either. I'm just trying to guy to live in the world. Like you don't really, even like yeah. guys who are dicks like him are kind of like, meh. Right. I, she's a queen. She's fine. Like I, you know, I, I think with the I'd exception like it. of like you know Johnny Rotten, M- Morrison, Sid, right? right yeah. You know, no, I I agree, and I think I'm the type of person that if I live there, the way it's set up, you know, it's just a right. uh, big show. I I would think it's cool, and I've been watching James Bond movies the last like I don't know week, 
And it's interesting because they, you know, they'll, they'll say like for queen and country and things like that. And I'm like, man, it's just my whole life. And, and for a lot of people's lives who are older than me, it's just always been for the queen, you know, the, the right. Queen, well, queen, I always queen. thought, you know, the first time you see it, when I was in the Navy, the first time you see it and you, you, you know, you pull up next to a, a British ship and it says HMS, her majesty's ship, like. I thought, and it's also, the, don't they Is have it? the British Royal Navy or whatever? Well, yeah, that? but that's the Navy, but the ships are like the right, okay. HMS 32, mm-hmm. right? And that's, I mean, at least they told me that it was, you know, Her Majesty's ship. Yeah, I would, I mean. Don't or at they, least, you know, in slang, that's what they call it. It may have a longer name. And don't they say, like, at least in movies, they'll say Her Majesty's military or whatever? Well, they call you it know, the I British know. Royal Navy, yeah. and then it was Her Majesty's ship. Right? Yeah, but, yeah. Well, so anyway, you know, there'll be. I guess it's weird to switch to King. I don't know anything about the guy, right? And all those going to say, you know, his. Yeah, I guess they don't have to change anything. That's it. And then when when they said Queen before, they'll start saying King. You know, so that's. I guess that's sort of interesting. I just don't know enough about it, but I do know that when Princess Diana died, her or his Majesty's ship. Okay, and and they probably have ships named after him or will right. I would think, just like we do old presidents. I think, you know what, man? It's been so long since I've been there, but it just felt like they were numbers. You know, like we have okay. ships named after certain Reagan things. And, like, yeah. and then Missouri mm-hmm. and, you know, or, you know, tough names. But I don't remember them having that, but they certainly could. So according to this is just from two days ago, the, the Bank of Canada has said they, they don't have any rules that say we have to put royalty on right. our money. It's not written anywhere. They should. But they said... Um, it could take years before the images of King Charles appear on their $20 bill. Hmm. It sounds like they're still going to do it, but they're just saying we're not in a hurry, I guess. Right. So that, that, you, you, you say, did you just say they should? Yeah. I, I always thought just from someone who grew up across there and you go over and get money for the casino or the bar, it's always cool to see the queen on there. Yeah, I just oh, yeah it's just different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's very I, European I, of you. I, I, it seemed like you were uh, fancier than us. Well, you know, or more connected somehow. I don't know. I, or just like more European, more worldly, just right. everything. Like listening to somebody on NPR with a British accent. That's right. how Canada felt to me. Yeah. If they just started putting Canadians on there, I'd be like, well, whatever. Right. Who cares? Exactly. But as, right. And, and yeah, whatever. As a kid who went to public schools in the middle of America, I didn't learn a lot about Canada. So right. when I realized that they had the Queen on their money, I was kind of surprised. Like, wait, just like, are you, you guys know, still, to me, for someone who was over there, it always felt more. They stayed more British, more, you know, and then they had like this part of the country where they only speak French, yeah. like, you know, just yeah. felt more European. Like, yeah. I get it. It wasn't. It was, you know, you had to drive south for me to get there, but it felt like you're going to Europe. Yeah. I I saw something the other day about the number of people that speak French in Louisiana, you know, and, and how they've watched that number. Like, mm-hmm. speak at home. That's what they count. Do you speak at home? And how that number is dwindled. I'm like, and that kind of sucks. I, I right. so It's kind of cool that that was... Right, you know, uh, French territory or whatever, and people were speaking French, right. and so oh, I saw that about Montreal. I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, it's 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 cool. I wish I could speak another Quebec, language. Montreal, Quebec, right? Um, your home state, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was saying I kept seeing this 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 the name of the city or well, district. I failed French. Yeah, you took French. I apologize, French Monsieur Gruan. I oh. apologize. If you're going to take a foreign language, that seems like it would be the hardest one for sure. I mean, they mm-hmm. don't teach Russian, so but right. between French, Spanish, and German, I was like, man, French seems so difficult. Mm-hmm. To, and and when they speak it, it's so. They say we do the same thing, but man, they're not pronouncing anything, anything. Like even right. when they do names, and you're just like, is that how you said it? Right. That's how you said Charles Leclerc. I mean, that's how he spells his name. You just say Charles Leclerc. 
Right. And like that's you. Yeah, you have to right. be French to know what the hell you just. No, said. it all kind of runs together. You're yeah. right. Je ne sais pas. Like, right. how many words is that? One? Exactly. That one word? And looking at it, reading it, and trying to pronounce it, I know nothing about it. I, I wish, I guess, I'd taken it for at least a year or something, but I, I didn't. Anyway, um, Michigan, your home state. Mm-hmm. Remember earlier, I kept saying, I kept seeing this name. I know it's a name you, you said. It's Warren, Michigan. Oh, yeah. So what is a huge Mich- suburb on the east side. That's where Eminem grew up. Okay, so, that, so that's the name of the city. That's the suburb. He went to yeah. a school called, uh, oh boy, Lo- Lois E. Carter Middle School. No idea. I don't know. How would you guys pronounce L O I S? Lois. That's Lois for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, maybe yeah. I've got yeah. French on my mind that I'm like Louis. No. <laughs> Lois. So a seventh a seventh grader is being praised as a hero after his bus driver had some sort of medical emergency. And this has happened before. Remember mm-hmm. that that uh, bus driver who had a heart attack uh, on the bus and the kid had to stop it. This was similar. This bus driver could tell that something was not right and started to feel and was trying to maybe slow down and get the bus over the side, but then boom, just loses consciousness. And there's video, of course, and you can see this kid. He pops up. He runs up. He get, grabs the steering wheel. He's hitting the brake with his foot, and then he's able to look over at the, at the gear shifter, you know, and at, at least it looked like he put it in park. And so now they're saying this kid's a hero, and yeah, he's a hero. That's cool. A Michigan seventh grader is being honored for his heroic actions. This is during a school bus emergency. So there were dozens of kids on board a bus Wednesday. The bus driver became lightheaded. She started to pull over, but then passed out. So the bus started veering oh, into the no. oncoming lane. That's when 13-year-old Dylan Reeves took control and stopped that bus. Chills. Oh, my gosh. That's him saying, call 911. He's got the bus. He's getting yeah, us out. Good for bus. him. Then he's saying, hey, call 911. Yeah. And, man, can you imagine? This is big, this is national news. He's talking about on Good Morning America. It would have been show. cooler if he just drove it to school. Right. Like, or to the hospital. Like, we got to get you to the hospital. Move <laughs> over. You know what I mean? That would have been awesome. But, but still. I'll take what he did. This what is, he did was pretty awesome. But if he would have just jumped behind the wheel and drove that thing. Yeah, of course. That, that would have been, been cool. impressive. But for his 15 minutes of fame as a kid. That's a big one. I mean, we all probably had something. Maybe you got your picture in the newspaper once when you were a kid. Or for me, I won I the, the Super Citizen Award, which is only given out once a year. And my parents got a sticker. Didn't mean you were good at grades. It just meant that they liked you. And there was a big ceremony and everything. I felt pretty good about that. What but was it, that? It was called this. I think it was called the Super Citizen Award. Was it through your school? Yeah, the teachers. The teachers voted on the kid who gets it. And what? what there was one boy and one girl. Citizen. I don't know. She just liked me, and I liked her. And at the uh, end of the year. I think they do it like once every quarter. I think they do it once a year, and and I think it was yeah towards the end of the year where they had this thing. And she she can't. I think my teacher came to me and said, "Listen, Reed, um, you know, we you got the Super Citizen Award, whatever, which I had heard of, but didn't know much about. I just knew I I was have them once every quarter where my kids go. And maybe maybe it was. Maybe I'm making it bigger in my head than it really was. But if you had if you're 15 minutes in seventh grade. Was national news on Good Morning America, the Today Show? Awesome. Yeah, I don't know what you do. I guess you don't have to save newspaper clippings anymore because it's just going to be online forever. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's a cool moment. Oh, that's right. You won Country Artist of the Year. Yeah, as an adult. Oh, there you go. Yeah. As an adult. But like when you're a kid, didn't you end up in the newspaper or have some moment of that you felt you hovered near fame? Nothing. That- I, w- I remember I was in the paper, uh-huh. but I don't remember what it was for. I was in. The I'm being honest, like like in the sick, like a book or something. A, a book club or writing a short story or oh, yeah, something. some people win awards for that. I think stuff. I had like yeah. a short story I won or that something. School had a Mercury a Week and we had to evacuate. That was in the paper, but I wrote a thing about why we should get rid of the Confederate flag. This was like in the fourth grade or something, what and everyone 
Everyone had to write. Everyone why would you opinion. get rid of it? Everyone wrote this opinion. Get rid of the of Confederate course. flag. Can't no, no, you said, why would you? Like, uh, it felt like... Uh, oh, why we should get rid of it. Sorry. Oh, you didn't say oh, should. Oh, Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Why would you get rid of the Confederate That's flag? That's what I was like, man. Buy oh, Slim Fast. Did you really just say that? <laughs> hey, but here's the thing. If we can go back in time, I think there were some kids who were writing to defend it. Because the teachers were like, here's what it is. Here's the history. Now, you write down what you think. And I said, I think it's racist. It should go away. They put that in the newspaper. Oh, good. So that's pretty cool, well, that's, right? That's yeah, a good thing to have in the paper, yeah. Yeah, but of course, you know, I, who, who saw it? My parents and, and me. Well, and I'm sure somebody read it. Yeah. I got it. They took we a picture. we got to track that down. That, yeah, that, that still exists, yeah, I bet. I actually, yeah, that one I don't. Microfish or something. My mom right. gave the me Livonia, all this stuff. Or the Lee Summit, Cosmopolitan and Bugle. It was the Lee Summit Journal. Was the okay, name we're going to find it. Yeah. God, I could probably try and figure out the year, but I don't have that one. I've got one I got in the Kansas City Star. I was on the front page of the metro section when I was like 12 for holding cockroaches. You know those big hissing Madagascar Why were you doing that? Yeah, why? I was at some sort of summer camp, day camp. And, you know, they, it was like a it's science. Probably not what you want. Like a he science gets weirder every day, doesn't it? It's probably it? not what you want. You got that picture. I'll send you a booger eater with his cockroach. I did not every, eat the boogers. Every day you get weirder. I did not. As I as know, as but as I'm just saying, they called you that, and now you're like, oh. I don't like it. I'm not a booger eater. Look at me. I'm Here I am with giant cockroaches. I was like, in I was a dork. Way to score chicks, bro. Yeah. Okay, no, I was obviously a dork. You want to come hang out? Letting chicks put makeup on them. Right. That was you. No, that was me. That was him. That was me. Oh, you were the leotard kid. Oh my god! That, We're that, not. You know what? Let's stay on hand. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I was getting him confused in my head. <laughs> good, good time to take a break. You it know, really I heard Tom Segura in an interview say that every time he goes to do stand up, before he goes out, he has to get into a goofy mood because he feels like he's good when he's goofy. So he, he looks. I think he said he looks at a picture of Eddie Murphy or something from one of his early specials, and it reminds him. All right, be goofy. Be in a goofy mood. I'm gonna Leotard's gonna be my muse now. That's gonna be it. It's like you know what? So, we need to cheer this up. Picture just Leotard. Still going on Leotard. No. Silver, <laughs> it was a bright silver Leotard, it was right? Silver. Immediately, immediately. And I'm you are cockroach booger eater. Put makeup yeah. on me. Get them. You like to spend time with me? Get them. Same not- thing as now. Really, not much has changed. All just right. giant centipedes in the basement. Uh, <laughs> I got rid of them. Right. I got rid of them. I starved them out. They're gone. I haven't seen. I'll do whatever you want. Right. Just stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're finishing doom scrolling. Do it. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Probably the most gifted musician of... uh, Our lifetime. Yeah, at least a century or... Or A lifetime, I guess, is fair. A lifetime. Uh, he's been in court because he's been accused of ripping off Marvin Gaye. That hack. And I thought Marvin Gaye's estate was suing him, but they said in the news this morning that it's the estate of the other writer of the song. There's a co-writer. Okay. So I don't know if Marvin Gaye's estate is involved in this at all. But Ed Sheeran's been going to court for this. And, of course, the, the cameras show him going into court, but then they can't go into the courtroom. But yesterday he goes in, and he, he's got a guitar case. He takes a guitar into court. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that as part of this trial, he pulled out his guitar mm-hmm. and played the song, I guess for the jury and judge, whatever, yeah. so that they could hear how the chord progression is different. So they got a very intimate, once-in-a-lifetime Ed Sheeran show, I guess. Wow. I don't know how many people are in that room. Ed Sheeran brought his guitar to the witness stand, briefly playing the chord progression he's accused of copying for his Grammy-winning song, Thinking Out Loud. He also sang a few of the song's original lyrics, 
The micro-concert for the court was part of a lawsuit by the family of Ed Townsend, co-writer of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. I know you guys are going to be mad at me, but I don't I mean, think they you se- to win 70? 17. I, I always, it, when I heard it the last three days in Arona, I thought he said I would be loving you till I'm 17. That doesn't make any sense, though. It must be 70. <laughs> until you, she yeah. reaches age 17, then he's out. <laughs> right. <laughs> or is it when I'm 70, I'm out? Like, I'm not going to spend the, at least give me 10 years of freedom. What What's the name say? of the song? What does he say? Thinking so, out loud. What does he say? Does he say I'll be, uh, darling, I don't know. Be? I don't think it sounds that much like. It so sounds I, a lot like I, I know you guys say it does, and I get where you're coming from, but I don't think it's so close that he needs to pay them. What do you, uh, Sokone, you're outvoting me? I think, it's, I think it's pretty similar. I, man, I think it's different We've enough. warned about interpolations. It, I feel like it's different enough. I just, just I mean, it, it's almost like the, 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 well, I don't know. I don't know anything about music. Till we're 70. Yeah, so what, what happens at 70? Right, darling, I will be loving you till we're 70. After that, she's on her own. And baby, my heart right. could still fall as hard at 23. But it's, that's And not I'm a bad thinking deal. about how people fall in love in mysterious ways. There we go. That's, mm. that's, that's an interesting proposition. You tell someone, like, I want to marry you, but at 70, I'm out. So, you know, if, if I lived in made more sense at 70. <laughs> 70 would make a little more sense. Depending on when you we're get like, married. Yeah, but if you, you just start like, getting older. If you just like, you know, no, at 70. Having like dreams and goals, I'm out. I don't know. Maybe at 70 is when you actually enjoy the relationship the most because at that point you just want to sit at home and not be alone. I don't know. I think it would be. Uh, uh, I mean, Ed Sheeran wrote it. He must have been thinking about it. He's going to love her till he's 70. Something happens. They are at 70. Till they are 70. Right. Or maybe he's just saying, like, I mean, look. I've seen some attractive women in their 60s. It's hey, rare. he says... It, there's no way you're going to be hot at 70. I'm out. <laughs> like, is that what he's saying? Like, I, I, I have no I idea. think you could be beautiful like Christy Brinkley, but 70... But you don't think it sound alike? I think it sort of sounds like, but I, it just sounds different enough to me. There's lots of songs that kind of you go like, oh, who's that remind you of? And they don't get sued, and they don't have to I pay do much think the Robin Thicke one was more egregious. Exactly. That one, I thought, was a little more obvious. This one... And I'll tell you this: If I listen to that song, if you played it for me, Stone, like this is a good song, mm-hmm. and I listen to it, I don't think that I would go immediately to, "Oh, that sounds just like Marvin Gaye." Maybe I would. If I somebody know. said it to you, you would. I, that's and that's what happened because I didn't hear it until I heard about this lawsuit. So I don't know. You you think it sounds similar enough? Yeah, I do. Like, Every time I heard it before, I thought it it sounded like something, but I couldn't figure out necessarily what it was. Mm-hmm. But when they said Marvin Gaye, I was like, okay, that that's definitely what it was. And I read this thing about how they, you know, have to decide whether or not you like it's really technical and it's difficult. And I, I think that's interesting. I mean, does the judge have to be well versed on this stuff? Understand what constant? And, and is it a jury trial? Like, there's a bunch of jurors sitting there and they're they're deciding. I think so. Like, all right, sure. what do you guys think? And then you go into the room and you're like, all right, well, how's everyone voting? Sounds like it to me. You want to give them money or not? You know, it's one of those. You don't Man, have to feel guilty about it when you that's leave. That's a lot of money. That song is massive. Yeah, but Ed Sheeran's not going to be broke. I'm not going to run out of money. Yeah. No, no. I mean, he'll be fine. He stops getting money for that song and has to pay them or whatever. But I'm uh, looking at Spotify right now. Let's see. Is that his top song? It's not in the top five. I mean, it's got, I would say, say over three billion streams. Not even, three billion? It's not even in the top five, though, he said? 
Yeah, but it's uh, but so I don't. There you go. He's got money. He'll be fine. No, yeah, his other ones all have two or three billion. Too. At that point, honestly, if I'm living that kind of life and I'm that successful and wealthy and young and whatever, I might just be like, "What do they say? They say you ripped off something with this money. Okay, pay him and, and right. give him all the money from it from now on. I'm not going to court. Right. I got plenty of money. It's from the sixteenth most streamed song ever. Okay. Two point one three six billion. It's like Vanilla Ice. He's like, I can't. I I have to get some money from right, the song. Right. Yeah, if yeah. I don't get money from this song, I'm screwed. Like I don't have another song. <laughs> but but Ed, Ed Sheeran, you know, there, he's fine. He'd just be like, here, I'm not going to court. I'm not going to play a guitar for you. Just go on tour again. Right. I feel like you'd be fine. Um, I'm Big Bert. Says Lazel's been loving Slim's mom since she was 70. That's how she turned the lyrics. Okay. Uh, the NFL draft happening in our hometown of Kansas City. Pretty mm-hmm. exciting stuff. Got to see uh, Union Station on TV about a million mm-hmm. times tonight, or I guess on the internet as well. I don't know anything about college sports, so you know I hear Lazo talk about it sometimes. Maybe he talks to Nick about it a little bit, and I might recognize the name if it's like the Heisman Trophy winner, and they're like he's going to go first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you kind of. I think Snowcone, you're kind of the same way, right? You're like, oh, okay, is that well, Bryce? Is that the yeah? Guy? I, I don't know any of them, but no, none of them. I, I do think it's interesting afterwards if you have a friend like Lazo who can tell you. This is where, you know, this, right. he's really good at this. Here's the, the upsides and the downsides. Yeah. The 2023 NFL Draft is now officially open. With the first pick, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. The Houston Texans select C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. I don't know anything about college sports, but I do know Ohio State's like the greatest team of all time. I will kill and, you. Uh, I'll choke you out. Well, they said that guy's from Ohio State, so I figured he's yeah, got to be, gotta really be good. good yeah. Really good. Ohio he's State's an idiot. Got a great he got the program. lowest test score ever. Well, he's not. they're not signing him up to build yeah, rocket he's ships. Not, he's yeah, just got to be, he's gotta be quarterback. He's be one, good. One I don't understand like, how to get to the field. I don't know. I just thought that like everyone that played at Ohio State went to the NFL. I think they have like the most NFL players. Yeah, probably the best. They're most better than Alabama. They're the most prestigious college football program in the country. The the Ohio State. The Ohio State. They own the the. What's their chant? I hate him with you. I hate him with you. I'm just joking. I hate him. I hate him. (laughs) And my girlfriend, she was born and lived in Ohio for a while. She hates Ohio. She hates it. Mm -hmm. So I'll hate it with you. Mm -hmm. I hate him because uh, Ohio State. They suck. And this C.J. Stroud guy. He's got one thing going for him, and that is his name does sound like an NFL player, doesn't it? I mean, that sounds like uh, you could see it. C.J. Stroud, right? Man, is that, that's his you. name? I'm just saying, doesn't that name sound suck. like... Well, I for don't know, your, man. I heard he's really good. For your sake, I hope he sucks. Yeah, he's going to suck. Why do they boo Roger Goodell every time? I love it, but I, I'm just well, How did that start? Is it just tradition at this yeah, point? Yeah, they boo all the commissioners. And when, did they do it before Goodell? Yeah. They it, did? But it's oh, just okay. tradition, right? I think so. Now, at this point, I bet you if you ask people, why are you booing them, they wouldn't know. Okay. Like, uh, don't remember. Yeah. It, it's, it, you're, I'm with you, Snowcone. I don't know why they're doing it, but I like it. Yeah, they're consistent, I like it. They're consistent with yeah. it, and he seems to be completely I'm glad, we, ha- I'm glad we did mm-hmm. it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought it was cool. Anyway, it, your thoughts, Lazo, on the draft? Anything else big? No, I mean, I mean the big thing was Will game. Levis dropping all the way. You know, another Aaron Rodgers story. What happened there? It was a quarterback, and they were talking, you know, at one point he might go two, he might go one, he'll go early, and then didn't go at all in the first round. Wow. So they had pictures of him with his mom and his sisters. Just, you know, same thing. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing again. Just a guy sitting there not getting drafted. Mm. That sucks. Mm? Yeah. Where'd he play? Kentucky. Oh. That's not a football school, is it? I'm gonna no, better. Okay, I'm okay. gonna embarrass myself a little bit. How long does the draft take? Like when? Okay, we're gonna do the second round tonight. You know, so that's the next day, right? So yeah. you, 
So you don't go in the first round when you think you're going to go. Now you got to go home. How many rounds are there? Or to the hotel. Like seven, maybe? Six or seven. Okay. And then uh, after the draft, all those players that weren't drafted, those are free agents, and you can they can yeah they, they can get invited to camp by a team. Okay, and just go try and uh-huh. impress them. Then you got to go look for you know. Now second round will be a big deal, and then the third round you get some players, and then you know you want to find out who Mister Irrelevant is. What mm-hmm. round was uh, the Brady? last player taken? Sixth. Sixth. That's got to be like probably. Is there another story of a someone being lower be. in the draft? Who I mean, well, he can't be because Brady was right. one of the greatest football player. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what would even be. A, usually what sticks out is when someone goes early, like and first, suck. and they suck. You remember those and people. he played at Michigan, which you know? is not a very good football school. They're My not known God. for. Well, they're, not yeah. like, they're not like Ohio State. They, they're well, that's not a problem. They have to play Ohio, uh, Ohio State. That's right. it's just, and they just get their ass beat every oh time. God. Probably probably not good for morale. you got to play the Ohio State. I hate it here. <laughs> so the South Korean president was here. He was at the White House, and apparently his name's Yoon, and that he loves American Pie. Now, when I saw that he loves American Pie, I was like, "Dude, the the South Korean president loves Stifler? Like this is crazy." What was it? Maybe he just likes what American are, Pie. What are they like watching? Yeah, and then American it's like, pie. "Oh yeah, maybe he likes like apple pie." No, he likes the song Don McLean. Well, who doesn't? And so Joe Biden said, "Hey, it's your favorite song. Why don't you sing it for us at the White House?" So he sang. American Pie. What? Yeah, at the White House at, the, at this dinner. It just happened the other night. Wow. A long, long time ago. Yeah. Is that not crazy? Are you kidding me? I still remember how the music used to make me smile. Yeah. Something touched me deep inside the day. Wow. The music died. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Come on, I, that's, that's crazy. I cannot believe that happened. I don't right. know. Tyson Perry, man. I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he speaks English or if he just well, clearly speaks some English. Exactly. He sings it, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he just memorized the just song. Just in English. I know that's what I'm saying. Well, he but speaks it. It came out of his mouth. Yes, but I don't know if he like converses with yeah. other people I in English what or not. You're saying he clearly speaks it. Yeah. Well, that's what to I was some saying. Some degree. Yes. Like I don't know oh, if he man. does or not. We got him worked up. Just from the Ohio State stuff. And that's the problem with Michigan. Is it they get worked up like this? Um, it gets in their head. Tempers, I don't know God. if he speaks English or not. He's mess. singing in English. And they start drinking. And, yep. Yeah. I know what it's like when you two are taking over the show, what it feels like to drive in your car and just think, these idiots. I feel like Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if he speaks English or not. It's you knew what really I meant. to figure out. You knew what I meant. Do I think he speaks English? I don't know. Play it again. <laughs> Sounds like English to me. He might have memorized one song. That's what I, that's all right. I'm saying. I don't know. He How do you learn words? You you do you it. You memorize them. Yes, exactly. But I don't. That's know. what he did. Right. Speaking. So I don't know if he speaks English to other okay, people. I, mean, I know like La Cucaracha, but I don't speak Spanish. Right. right. Exactly. You well, might memorize the whole song. The Spanish part of the sublime. If you did the whole song, song right? besides La Cucaracha, whatever that is. Yeah, I would know how to sing that. Yeah, you know how to speak some sure. goddamn Spanish for sure. I know a lot of people who can sing that Spanish part of that Sublime song, and they do not speak Spanish. They speak a little Spanish, you know, they speak that part of the Sublime song, you dumb idiot. The Church of Laszlo. Leotard man. (laughs) Leotard man. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Leotard man. I picture a leotard now. Oh, it's a a good one, right? I'm telling you. Him and a nice silver shiny leotard. All right. Remember? Like, Nick used to listen to, like, Jay-Z right before he'd go on the air. Everyone has that thing. We've never done that. We've, We've toyed with a couple, but, man, leotard. I think that could stick. Oh, Leo. And the, the great thing is people are going to want to know what the story is, but if you if you missed it, They're not gonna find it's out. already been told. Yeah, because you get dressed up like a leotard as a kid. <laughs> dressed in a leotard no. as a kid. The story, 
The way he that's told it. the story. That's it. I just said that's true. No, I know. I didn't lie about that. I well, the, you mischaracterized him. How did I do that? All right. Well, you, then let's just tell it again. It wasn't me dressing up. Like I don't. I don't wait, remember. Wait, did you put on the leotard? Yes. Well, that's you dressing up. It's like you don't speak Spanish and stop talking Spanish. It's, you put on a leotard. You dressed up in one. Someone, someone put it. Someone on didn't me. shove it on you. I you obviously. You know. I can't remember the full story, but it wasn't my decision. All right. So I guess we're telling the story again. The first time he ever told it, we were talking about, hey, you know, were you ever, like, uh, assaulted as a kid? Or, yeah, molested or whatever, because it's, it's like one in six. And uh, a few of us throughout the years have told our stories. We had a snow cone, like, hey, did anything ever happen to you? And he said, his response was, well, I'm not sure, but I do. I have this, this, this memory, this image in my head, and it's, it's me in a silver leotard. Yeah, and I lost it. Yeah. I lost it. I was not expecting now, him to say that at now all. Now, horribly, I have that same image in my head. I, of course. I used to be able to say I wasn't abused until you told that story. <laughs> now it's, I have to say I was one time by snow cone. You started talking about putting on a leopard but, leotard. Is it leopard or bright sil- silver? Silver. Silver leotard. Bright silver. I, in my mind, it's a leopard print one. Oh, I see that shiny silver le- I leotard. don't know what happened, but I just I think back on that as like, uh, something What do you mean minor. you don't know what happened? Because I don't remember he's, like he any of like he's repressed it, basically. I I you need to go to a doctor. How how old do you think you were? Like in this memory? Uh, six, seven? Five, six. Okay, you were little. I was little. little. I was very okay. little. Because I picture hair on your back because you, you, you're a hairy guy. But old enough to know hair. better, young enough kid. not to care. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, my well, God. It was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> Boy, I mean, what a, what a note to end on, just a silver leotard. I had non-child you know child abuse stuff to talk about, but every time it gets brought up, we just end up because there, there's more to the story. I don't story want to say it's knows. abuse because I, I don't, I don't know what happened. What do you mean you don't know if it's abuse? You didn't want to put it on. Well, you don't know that. Maybe you want to do gymnastics. I don't remember. Like I just really don't remember anything about it other than I know I was in like a silver leotard. Hey, if I had a dollar for every time I had to say that, <laughs> I mean, the, the I don't happen. Just end up in a leotard and leggings, whatever. No big deal. But he's got the memory. Happens all the I time. I was a kid. You dressed up. Who cares? Oh, so now you're saying well, that you think this up. could have just been that you dressed up. There was a box I don't know. Clothing. I've never known. You've I've held always on to said that. You just have a picture in your mind of you in a leotard. Yes. The, he, and I was, was like a, like so a babysitter's house. It was like a babysitter's house. So you don't even know what happened, really. No, I do. And I remember being in... I was being taken home from the babysitter's house in the back of like a Lincoln, and the Fugees were Did playing. you know the Lincoln? the first time I heard the Fugees. Fugees, you were 30. He's a little kid. I was probably listening to it. Why were you in a Lincoln? At the same time. I th- whoever the babysitter was, the parents. Was the babysitter had a, Lincoln? a guy or a girl? It was, an, from what I remember, it was like a, a teenage couple? girl. Oh, okay. she had a Lincoln? No, I think it was probably your parents. parents. I, don't, I can't remember anyone else being in the car, but I just remember being. Did you were in the back and she was in the front? I don't remember. I remember I was in the back seat and, they had a little, had and a, the door had a little ashtray thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had a, My you had a leotard on it? Town you had a leotard on it? No, I wasn't in a leotard then. Well, what does that have to do with a leotard then? Because, I mean, because that was the same day. That's whose that. house he was at. But those are like the only memories I have of like. She so you have a picture house. of in your head. You have a picture of that you're in a leotard. Yes. And then getting driven home mafia style in a Lincoln. Yes. Yes. And you're sold. I mean, look, somebody I, rich with a Lincoln, right back then. I was trafficked. Yeah. Mm. I, I've known a few people, right, who've said that their babysitters abused them and had stories. Like. Girlfriend in high school yeah, and you had a make crazy fun of story about her babysitter. Well, nobody makes fun of abused kids. Uh, except you for the last five minutes. Here. I haven't made fun of you. I just asked questions. Oh, stop it. I asked questions. I was curious. Stop it. You're laughing at abuse. 
I'm not. <laughs> You're a monster. I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, how common is this? There's too many people I know that have these stories of going to a babysitter's house, something weird happening. And my girlfriend in high school, her story was, was your so weird. A woman? Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was like a teenage girl. But I, I it wasn't like a, my babysitter was super hot. Mine too. But I didn't so, have for like multiple times. Like I only remember going to this house one time. It's like I have these memories of being real horny around the babysitter and you know wishing that the babysitter would, I don't know, hold me, pick me up. I wanted her too. Right, I wonder. Nothing ever happened. Her and her older sister. Hear these stories from people who went to the babysitter's house and all this stuff happened. Well, I dated in high school said that she goes over to the house and the babysitter. Wait, didn't you do something with the babysitter in the closet? I wish it was my babysitter. Is that your cousin? No. Yeah, but that's a different story. Okay, I'm confusing him. No, parent. Bang his cousin in a pig trough. Oh, God. That's right. Parent. Okay, but who was the the girl down the street? My dad's best friend's kid. Okay. Okay. Um, Where were we? The two dads switched the kids up. Oh, the babysitter. Switch them around. (laughs) Party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. My girlfriend in high school said that I'll bring she... over my son, you bring over your daughter, let's see what happens, huh? Let's be careful. All right. All right. She yeah, said... daddy. All right. All right. That's definitely enough. That's definitely enough. My girlfriend in high school said that she, they would go to this house, and I guess it was like a couple kids would go. You know, they babysit a couple kids at a time mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she knew about the abuse. Like, she'd been abused, so she dreaded going over there but didn't tell anyone. And I was like, what happened? And she said, like, as an example, she didn't want to talk about it too much, but she'd get over there, the parents are gone, it's just the kids and the babysitter, and this babysitter would make the kids lay on their backs and take off all their clothes. Yeah. And lay naked on their backs, yeah. like with their feet. And I'm like, Jesus what? Like, and she would walk Christ. around and look at us. I'm like, yeah. I oh do not think of God. I don't think of teenage girls or however yeah. old, you know, being like that, but I guess some of them are. They're, it's called the parachute. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know about any of this. You know? Yeah, is this usable? I, I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know about any of it? I, I guess mean, we'll find out. Yeah. What do you mean you'll find out? Well. Just a little worried about, you know. Blowback. The way, yeah. Oh, then I could get The way that this situation has been Come on. dealt with. Look, uh, I think all you have to do is you, you, you put um, a thing at the end. What's that called? An epilogue? And you say, epilogue. Uh, listen, just so you know. Obviously, abuse is horrible. Nothing funny about it. We were just being goofy. I didn't say anything funny. We were just being goofy because the silver leotard. I didn't say anything. We don't know about silver leotard. It's possible that Snow Cone was like, hey, it is possible. It is possible that you're at this girl's house. She had a leotard from when she was a kid. It is possible you love gymnastics. It is. It absolutely is possible. And you're still kind of flexible. And then you felt yourself in a leotard? Like, you know, I'm just saying, you know, look at you. You got your Stop legs crossed now. You got a little bit of movement to you. Yeah. I couldn't sit like that for a long time. Yes, this is for entertainment purposes only. So maybe, only. you know, yeah. you just learned how to do a backspring or something. And what do I know? these views do not necessarily reflect the Church of Laszlo. Or As a whole, no. 96.5. Uh, I, I think it's possible that you went over there and just, you know, she had clothes from when she was a kid. Or she had a little sister or something. And you were just like, oh, I'm going to try on these clothes. I don't even understand. He doesn't even remember it. I don't believe him. I believe he remembers a little bit more. Because each time we tell the story, he adds I, another I, thing. I promise this, this you, this time if I knew he added else. the drive home from the babysitter. I'd never heard that before. All right, were you? Did I, you I feel, promise uh, you? I would tell you. Did and, you feel shame in the Lincoln? No, I don't remember feeling shame. See, he probably just dressed up. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the only thing. Those are the two things I remember about that day. A lot of people play dress up when they go to the babysitter's house. They probably just killed time, put on a leotard, right. did a little show. Do you think it came down like, hey, I'm going to do a song and easily. Dance. I've done that. Da, 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 I don't da. know why it's positioned in my mind as like it was something that was wrong. That's what concerns me. Would but you... it didn't at the time because you didn't feel anything bad about the Lincoln. I, don't, so. I, don't, I definitely didn't say anything to my parents about it. I don't remember 
Right. Well, a lot of times you wouldn't because you don't understand it. But like, you know, I don't know if I was in, if I was in Illinois or if I was in Kansas. Did I you, can't remember. Did you have underwear on? Do you think you were wearing underwear in this movie? I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know how in crystal the clear. Yeah, I didn't know how clear Who this was. I would, I would assume so, but I don't know. Uh, that's you what, can't I, wear underwear in the I'm thinking if he's not wearing underwear, there's a better chance than that something nefarious was going on. You just changed into it. I don't think there's anything yeah, wrong with it. Does a kid feel comfortable getting totally naked at someone well, else's house? Well, he didn't get naked in front of anybody. He just changed. He had a leotard on. And then he came out and did a show? Yeah. Like, is it possible he came like, out yeah. and did like, yeah. hey. I think I'd be pissed if my son told me this story, right? What? That he went over and tried on a leotard at someone's house? Yeah, I'd be uncomfortable. Because yeah, if he worried. said I was fine, I just did a little song and dance and yeah, put my he, clothes back on. Yeah, if he said that, then it was yeah, all play. Probably, I'd still probably ask some questions. Yeah. Yeah. But if everything was on the up and up, and you then know. fine, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And if Played the a little dress up, the babysitter mm-hmm. said, you know, like, oh, the babysitter told me to walk dainty, and so I walked dainty in it. You know, now you're, yeah, no. now you're getting into like the no, mm, you're pushing it, but it was just it like oh, you know, yeah, I did no. a gymnastics routine with the other kids. That's what he did. That's what Lee Tarzan for. Was it encouraged though by the caregiver? That's my thing. Like, did they say we should do a gymnastics show? That's the question yeah, I'm asking not? then. Right. Well, I'm saying you'd have to ask that question. If he's like, we just did no, a gymnastics. Right, you're like, right. why'd you do a gymnastics why? show? Yeah, whose yeah. idea was whose it? Whose idea was it? Exactly. What? Where? Where was? Whatever this the person's adult. name is, the adult. Man, yeah, you guys. And it's not even adults, right? Because babysitters are how old? No, she's yeah, like you know, 14, high 13. Yeah. Uh, some of them, I mean, do, don't they like seventh junior high girls? They babysit, right? Then around when it I starts. I was a babysitter for a couple times. Jesus. I did well, just like my, my the neighbor behind Jesus. me, their kid. I, I, did, I did it like three times. Maybe. Did he? You guys do any gymnastics? No, he played basketball and I made dinner and we just hung out. I, did, I babysat for a whole year. Uh, and every, really? every morning. Yep. I had to go over to because the parents left too early. They left like five in the morning. How old were you and how old was it? I was in kid? sixth grade. The little, Jeez, that's not old enough. I know. Really I lived across young. the street, though. So my parents were, you know, right right across the street. But I was in sixth grade. The oldest boy, I think, was in third grade. And his little sister was like in first or second grade. Sure. So, uh, but I just had to wake him up, give him breakfast, make sure they got dressed. What'd you make him? The they had stuff ready every time. The dad, like, either the mom or the dad would be there when I get there and say, okay, you know, here's the plan. Call us if you need anything. Remember one time I wasn't feeling good. I went over there. The mom's telling me everything. I'm like, uh huh. Sorry, I got to use the restroom real quick. And she's got a, a restroom right there by the uh, entrance of the house. And I go over and I go in there and I just puke. Bleh! And I know she can hear me. She's like, Are you okay? I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. And I came out and she's like, Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, I'm totally fine. She knew that I was sick, but she's like, I, I can't deal with this right now, right? I need yeah, to go to work. You're not her so, kid. You're so, an employee. No, no, I know. But yeah. I'm saying like she she was like, yeah, I, I need him to be here. I got to go yeah. to work, right? Yeah. And so she's just like, All right, if you say you're okay, fine. And then she left because I, I didn't want to miss a day of work. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't get paid by the hour, right? Yeah, right. And they, they started me off at $2 an hour. And then as time went on, it went all the way up. $2 an hour? $2 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That seems low for even I got a raise. 1970s when you were. Well, there's a 50 50 change. You can dress them up in a leotard. You don't right. want to overpay. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because you don't know what's happening. That's yet. a good point. So after you get a good review from the kids, the dad right. gave me a raise. There was one. to save money for the therapy. The, the, the boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The boy had to be fed fiber. I had to like give him special fiber. What'd you give him? He would. The dad would tell me like, "Hey, remind." I'm not going to say his name, but so John Doe. The kid could be John Doe, but the dad would say, "Hey, uh, tell John Doe to take a crap before he goes to school." And I'm like, "Okay." Mm. So that He'd was like say it like that. He said, "Crap." Mm? He said, "Tell him to tell him to take a crap." I don't know what was wrong with. Well, him. There's a kid there on a radio show somewhere saying, "My babysitter would 
come to me every morning like, why don't you go poo-poo? And you're like, I don't want to. You're like, no, go take a crap. Like, and it, the yeah. people are like, that's abused. And every morning he came in and was like, take a poo. Take I never told him to. I ne- let me watch. I never. <laughs> just like keep telling a kid to poo. I never told him. I guarantee you he's doing a radio show somewhere and they're thinking about you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say his name. I don't remember much of it. I just remember every morning he'd give me fiber and make me poo. <laughs> I wanted to see my I, poo. I did not. I never told him. I guarantee I you there's another him. show that's having to do one of those things at the end. <laughs> yeah. For entertainment purposes only. Are we done? Yeah, we Are we doing some jobs? Yeah, let's hope. All right. Nice. Well, uh, happy yeah, draft Good show, weekend. John Doe. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. Probably lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yeah. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> and uh, What? I mean, how much you get, we, Well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. Makes feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack. Mitra-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. Yep, just got a text. Why wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of GoPacks. I got to get more. But he Actually, found that one. happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's yeah, like, I same. just ordered the GoPacks. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. He Do we have any GoPacks here? We're, they're sending more right now. So we, we went sure. through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A-9.com, and then just enter the promo code PROBLEMATIC. You can get the GoPacks. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers, too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we yes, like please. these guys. Thank you. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.